I want to welcome you to day two of our look through Revelation chapter 19. We're looking at these events in human history, at the end of human history, that put our lives, our history, into perspective today. And one of those, uh, even before all those events, one of those occurrences in chapter 19 that puts everything into perspective is that single word, hallelujah, that we looked at yesterday. It's all for the praise of God. And then out of that word, we begin to see some of these events. In chapter 19, we see an event known as the wedding supper of the Lamb. Listen to what happens in verses 7 to verse 9. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. And then the angel said to me, write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added, These are the true words of God. Now, what is happening here? What is this wedding supper of the Lamb? Well, as we've walked through the book of Revelation, we've found again and again that the Lamb is Jesus Christ. So it is the Lamb's wedding. He is, the, in essence, the groom in this wedding. So who is the bride? Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 to 27 helps us to understand that. It's talking about marriage, but then it equates it with the relationship that Jesus has to the church. Listen to those verses. Husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. So when the Bible talks about this great wedding supper of the Lamb, the Lamb is Jesus, and the bride that's presented to Jesus is the church. And even beyond that, I'd say it's all the saints of all the ages, those who are his. And in these verses, we find two things about the bride. First, the bride is prepared, and second, the bride is honored. In the wedding supper of the Lamb, first, the bride is prepared. The bride prepares herself, makes herself ready for this moment. Now, when you think about weddings and grooms and brides, the truth is men have no clue as to the preparation it takes for a wedding. I was looking a while back at this, and I looked up all the different brides magazines that are out there. There's magazines called Brides and Modern Brides and Today's Bride and Elegant Bride and Bride Again and New Jersey Bride and Cape Cod Bride and Metro St. Louis Bride. There's a lot of brides magazines. There's not many grooms magazines because grooms just tend to show up for the wedding. But brides, they take time. They take time to get themselves ready and the Bible says that is what we are like as a church. We are, we are spending human history as a church, preparing for this great day when the wedding comes of the lamb and the bride. Now, let's just get practical about this. Why is this wedding going to happen? Well, why does any wedding happen? The right reason for a wedding to happen is the reason that this wedding is going to happen. A wedding happens because someone loves someone, because the groom loves the bride and the bride loves the groom. This wedding is going to happen because Jesus loves the church. He loves his church more than you and I could ever imagine. He gave his life for the church. He wants a relationship with us as his church, as his people, deeper and better and fuller than we could have an inkling of in this world today. And so he gives us this picture at the end of time of what it's going to be like so I can bring this into my life today, so I can understand that even though it doesn't always look like the church is pure and spotless and without blemishes, he talks about here, it is true that that is what the church is like. It is a bride being prepared. It is the greatest picture that you and I could come across of, of the intimacy 
of a relationship with one another in this wedding that's going to happen, the bride preparing herself for this awesome moment, the wedding supper of the Lamb. So I bring the truth of what's going to happen at the end of time into my life today. I see the church now for what it is going to be for all eternity. And I treat the church now for what it's going to be for all eternity. And we prepare ourselves as a church now for what we're going to be for all eternity. And the bride makes herself ready. And then in verse eight, the bride is honored. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. And the Bible here explains to us exactly what that means. Don't you wish this happened with every symbol in the book of Revelation? In this symbol, we have a parenthesis. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. God doesn't want us to miss this one. That's what he's talking about here. The bride is honored. As a pastor, I, uh, I do weddings. That means I get to stand up by the groom that moment in a wedding when the doors swing open and everyone stands to honor the bride. Everyone looks and thinks, isn't she beautiful? This is reminding us that there will be a moment when all of heaven will stand to honor the church, the bride of Christ. Her full beauty will be revealed. And her dress, her dress will be the righteous acts of the saints. Now, we cannot do righteous acts on our own. This isn't talking about glorifying ourselves. These righteous acts comes because of what Jesus did for us. These righteous decisions come because of what he's doing in your heart and in my heart. As the bride prepares herself through these righteous acts of the saint, the bride's going to be honored in this moment at the end of time. You see what this means? This tells you the importance of what you do because of your faith in Christ. This means that every time that you choose to do the thing that God is asking you to do, by the power that God gives you to do it, that's a righteous act. Every time you choose to do that, the bride gets a little more beautiful. Every time. Every time you choose to say no to that temptation by God's power, every time you choose to say no, the dress of that bride gets more beautiful. Every time you choose as a Christian parent to love your kids, even though it's tough, even though you didn't want to listen to them in that case, even though you didn't want to walk with them through what they're going through right now, even though you didn't want to suffer with them, you choose instead of ignoring them to love them through a tough time. Every time you do that, the bride gets a little more beautiful. Every time you choose to reach out to someone that's unlovable, maybe it's somebody in your office, maybe somebody out in the street, maybe somebody on your street, maybe it's somebody in your own family. Every time you choose to reach out because of the motivation of God's Spirit in you, the bride gets a little more beautiful. And at the end of time, all of those choices that you're making every week, every day, combine together to be this dress that the bride wears that is glorified in all eternity. So never think that the choices that you make to love Jesus Christ and to serve Jesus Christ go unnoticed. It might be that in this world they go unnoticed for a brief amount of time. But in eternity, there's going to be a moment when the doors swing open and all of creation stands to see the glory of what God has done in his bride. Let's praise him for that moment right now. Jesus, thank you for your church. It is your church, and we get to be a part of it. Thank you for your bride. It is to your glory that the bride is going to be honored in this wedding supper of the Lamb because it's all because of what you've done, Jesus. Thank you for the beauty of your bride because it grows out of the sacrifices that you have made and the love that you have for us. 
Lord, today, help us not to think that anything we do goes unnoticed. It's all, it's all when we do it for you. It's all going to be reflected. It's all going to be seen throughout all eternity. Thank you, Jesus, that what we do for you lasts. In your name we pray. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to see together how worship puts everything in perspective. <music>